Radio Rainbow. Welcome to the Chamber of the Elders. Yes, hello, rainbows around the world. I am Elder Stevenson. Welcome, Elder Parr. Welcome. Welcome, Elder Hague. Welcome, Elder Stevenson. And welcome all of you non-elders, earthlings around the world, rainbows and rainbrettes. It's not a thing. What? Is it not? Rainbrett. 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 It doesn't rhyme with anything. (laughs) Rainbrow, that makes sense, because rainbow, rainbrett. Okay, we'll come back to this next week. Okay, we'll figure out something else. But welcome to the first ever uh, recording of the Chamber of the Elders. It was uh, quite a test to get the three of us together, but we've finally done it. The stars all have aligned. Together. The stars have aligned, and we're here at Haddon Studios recording our first ever foray into the podcast world. <laughs> <laughs> Uncharted waters, isn't it? Really? Indeed. Um, it's pretty exciting. But we're in our... We're in the sanctity of our own chamber. Exactly. The uh, elders are in conference. Elder Haig, do you want to take the listeners through what the concept of the show is and what we're going to be doing? Well, you're currently listening to the council proceedings from the chamber where the elders gather to debate upon a myriad of topics, the breadth of which is simply untold of. Yes. Stunning um, breadth. Yes. And we've uh, set each other uh, a subject to uh, research, and then we're going to discuss them one after the other today. Um, We won't tell you what we've set each other yet, because we've got uh, a few little surprises up our sleeve. Um, It's like in our time, (laughs) (laughs) but not as... Not as informative. It's not going to be informative Nowhere near as informative. Nowhere near. If you're coming into this hoping to learn something... Uh, uh, you'll be severely disappointed, I believe. Yeah, I think so. We- I don't know. i got some stuff to say. No, that's okay. not to say that we are wise, but... <laughs> but, yeah, don't don't take any financial advice from us. Yeah, um, definitely. Not. Unless it's regarding ISIS, because they're quite, quite useful. Uh, I thought you said ISIS. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, definitely Rainbow don't take their financial involved. advice. As far as I hear, they're in dire straits. Rainbow doesn't get involved with that. Sh- shout out to the Rainbow. Yes. Right now, actually. This yeah. Is, this is what it's all about. This is what it's all about. This is a part of a new initiative from the Elders to try and uh, pump them activity. Yes. Rainbow-wise. Rainbow-wise. Pump it out. Anyway, should we go for the first subject? Yeah, yes. roll yes. a die. Roll that die. We, we couldn't find a three-sided die because so four. Yeah, because um, that those are funky weird. Yeah, so we'll, uh, we'll we'll see who comes up. I don't know what we're gonna do if four comes up, but uh, <coughs> it's two. So that's Matthew's. That's me. That's me. Subject. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we've got a little song to sort of introduce your uh, subject. Uh, so uh, here we go. Yes. I like that. Yeah. As a man with a beard, yeah. I appreciate that song yeah, about perfect. beards looking nice. It's a good song. Uh, oh, me and Matt have written our notes in the same notebook. Yeah. Right. Oh, you donkeys. <laughs> oh, hear that. Ooh. Uh, so that's mine. That's, that's a nice sound. If you, if you haven't figured it out by now, the, my topic was beards, given to me by you, Joe, right? Was it? Did I? I think so. Yeah. Ages ago, we were on, down, in my, down in my room. Yeah, I suppose. We all have beards now, don't we? Yes, even even young Steve-O. <laughs> the youngest of the trio. Yeah. He's only 11 you're, years old. You're rocking a beard as well nowadays. Ah. Is this yours? No. Nope. That's, my my that's notes some... have gone completely AWOL, it seems. That's my notes from my uh, A-level, I think. Shit, man. <laughs> How many notes are in this book? What the fuck? We're it's acting like I, I have some legitimate notes prepared. I don't. I've, I've made some scribbles on a piece of paper that's but seemingly that, gone out that, the window, so <laughs> we can still get into it. This is a great start. Yeah, you, you guys uh, kick it off while I try and hunt down these notes. Well, what do we... Oh, yeah, go ahead. First off, um, a beard is uh, a person who engages in a fake relationship. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> with a homosexual person right, with the intent yes. of disguising the fact that they're gay. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> now, it's it's quite an American thing. Yeah. 
Is it not? Is it not a thing over the, the, here the, as the, much? The, no, no. The, it, the slang is is American. Okay. Um, okay. But I, I'm sure sort of it's a global concept, isn't it? G- given wait, wait, given what, the state what is, of gay rights in a lot of parts of the world. Sorry, sorry. What was it again? Someone who has a fake relationship. Yeah, with someone who is homosexual, and and the intent is to hide the fact that they're gay. Yeah, and I they, the fact that who's gay. So, so, the, so if gay, you were gay, gay so if I was gay, yes, but I, I, I didn't want anyone to know if, mm. if, if Beth knew that, yes, and was just dating me. Oh, so right. To cover up the fact that I'm from wider society. So I you, get you. you got I get the you. Wife at home. I understand. Yeah, yeah. So how 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 prevalent was it? Is there statistics on how many relationships were actually beards? No. No, no, no. If that research exists, I have not found it. Because of <laughs> course, be I, I know really what beards are because I have them. <laughs> right, um, okay. You have, sorry, you have and, a, a fake gay you have partner. A fake... <laughs> no. I didn't know about this. I have hair on my face. Okay. And my relationship is not a sham. <laughs> to hide it, the fact that I'm in the closet. Well, that's I'm good not to in the know. Closet. Because You're I'm not gay. <laughs> That's too much, sir. But anyway, wouldn't matter if you were. So, facial so, hair. So, yes, swerving wildly back on track. Facial hair. <laughs> okay. You were just you were just saying, Joe, that we all have beards nowadays. Yeah, well, Steve is kind of like just past the stubble stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it gets there. I let it get to kind of this and then I'll, I'll prune it back because it gets uh, shabby looking. Prune if I let, it if back. I let it, if I let it go... Shabby looking, yeah, like patchy. Some bits are longer than others. Yeah, yeah. That just right made a nice. noise there. Was that you scratch? That was like you on your pants there, wasn't it? Uh, uh, it uh, I think it was on here. Yeah. Uh, cause yeah. It kind of sounded like you were scratching your beard just there. Scratch, oh god, scratch. that was him scratching his beard. <laughs> <laughs> well, as as part of my researchings, I've got some beard trivia here. Okay, like to hear some beard trivia. I'm all would, yeah. for Did beard you know, trivia. There's, there's a thing called pognophobia, which is a fear of beards. Can men get that as well? Yeah. So they're scared of it coming out of their own face. Ooh. Yeah. That has happened. Do they wake up after a heavy bender they... weekend and be like, ah? I think it's a quite. A, it's, I think it's associated with not uh, various mental illnesses. Okay. But also, there's there's like that, and then there's actually having a fear of beards, like yeah, on someone like... else. Okay. Okay. Like, like you know how someone is arachnophobic. Yeah, yeah. Would actually be scared when they see a spider. Imagine if instead of a spider, it's like a beard. It's a beard, and you see just on your shoulder. Jesus Christ! You could watch like no period dramas and stuff, and like no, like nothing, no TV shows about Vikings or anything. This hipster generation. Yeah. You couldn't go see like you know Animal Collective or or any of those bands live because just everyone there would be rocking a beard. Yeah. You couldn't go to Austin, Texas. You couldn't go to certain parts of Leeds. You couldn't go out. You couldn't go out. You couldn't go out. Well, you really, yeah, you couldn't Those go people out. have beards now. Yeah, hang that's... out with lumberjacks. Oh, God. They'd be like clowns. Yeah, yeah. that's pognophobia. So, d- does that go with the, just the moustache? Is it just any facial hair? <coughs> I'm not sure, to be honest. Mm. I, I think it's just a general fear it's of It's just a general fear of, yeah. Yeah. Weird. Pognophobia. Pognophobia. Yeah. You think we have to? This isn't a scourge. We have to fight like homophobia. It's a different kind. <laughs> di- different, <laughs> yeah. different kind of phobia. I don't think we need to march against. We didn't so. need to march against. Pognophobia. I mean, it's not a good thing. I don't want people being scared of beards. But, but it's not their fault. It's it's it is low down the list, isn't it? Of, of priorities. I well, I've never met a pognophobic of you. That you know. how, how do you know they they wouldn't they'd stay away from you? That's a good point. Have a beard. That's a very good point. Or scream at me and run away. Yeah. Has anyone ever screamed at you and run away? And you've not known why? Uh, no, I knew why. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, no, never. I once had a girl scream at me and run away because I was dressed as a clown. And <laughs> I think I've seen that video. <laughs> Shall we come in with trivia number two? Yeah. Absolutely. Britain has not had a bearded prime minister since Robert Gascoigne Cecil. In 1902. Discrimination. But that's a whole century now. That's a whole century, uh, yeah. Beardless. No, no beards. On Two of them are women, to be yeah. fair, but not the majority. Yeah. Odd. That's really strange. I mean, you know, if, if Corbyn does eventually get in, mm. be first yeah, bearded be prime minister in over a century. That's yeah. crazy. That's yeah, what I was going to say. So That's more reason to vote for Corbyn do than you, any other reason. Do you think the beard Bring works the beard against back. him? Yeah, definitely. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Beard definitely works against him. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Overall. I mean, will make because some there's, people that, like him. there's that perception like of uh, communists. If I was him, I'd, <laughs> I'd have a beard. Like <laughs> no, no, the, the, it. the perception of communists and like Marxists all rocking yeah. like grand yeah. beards and stuff. But also, how like a, a politician nowadays is like clean cut, wears a nice suit, shot. You know, there's yeah. a, there is a look to being a politician, and it's not him. I think that is terrible. It's mm. it's the same for the US. In the White House, there's not been a bearded president since 1893. Who was that? That was Benjamin Harrison. Ah, one of the nobody presidents. Yeah, yeah, I do not know anything about Benjamin Harrison, other than the fact that he had a beard. You could have just made him up. And, and we would have I, no... I'm confident I have you Yeah. So so why do, why, why, do, why do we think that is? Is that just fallen out of popularity right at the turn of the century? Well, no, it kind of, you know, it falls out of popularity, sure, but there's resurgences of it all throughout the century, isn't there, Matt? Yes. Elder Matt. Yes, resurgences Elder in Hague. what way? What, in, in, like, in Britain, or? Worldwide, like the 60s with the hippie movement and such. Yeah, but there were never any hippies in, like, positions of power. I suppose that is well, true. Mm. So, the, the maybe that's maybe that contributes to why people who yeah, are in positions of power don't unclean and hippie hip- vibes to the beard. Yeah, discrimination. I'm sure plenty of people have referred to Jeremy Corbyn as a hippie. Yeah, I I would imagine that. So every guess, day. But but then this see this this is interesting because we can contrast this now with how beards in a lot of cultures are seen as very masculine. Throughout history, beards are generally a good thing. Mm-hmm. You know that they're seen as like a sign of virility and stuff but now in our society right now we've yeah but we still like beards but not if it's people who are in charge people in positions of power but beards are good but not hmm there's this weird paradox of beards like a double standard Mm -hmm. that I wanted to get at yeah yeah no there definitely is it's very odd well where does that leave us we close off to all positions of power. Well, we meant to just be like the I court mean, jester or some. Well, me and you, Joe, are, I assume, looking at a more creative style of life. Yeah, but I still had aspirations yeah, to one day be king. And um, Matt wants to. Well, you don't. Yeah, I think if vote. the king wanted to have a beard, the king could have a beard. I think if, if, if the. You know, obviously I don't want this to happen, but if there was a terrible plane crash and Harry became king, I right. think he'd still rock his ginger beard that he's got going. I, I, I wouldn't like him if he didn't. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> you should be a It'd be a bit betrayal to beard kind if yeah. he shaved that off what on his coronation day. He should grow it out more. Be like a Viking king. Yeah. But without all the, you know, horrible Viking stuff, like burning down <laughs> villages. <laughs> you know what? Stuff. If he did have a big bushy ginger beard, he'd get a lot of respect. Yeah, yeah. At world meetings, you know, with his big bushy <laughs> ginger beard going, I'm king. Oh, God, imagine that as well. A ginger king. Yeah. How big of a boost would that be to all the poor gingers? Yeah, the ginger yeah. kind. Especially if he had it all over his face as well. <coughs> oh. Joey's just turned into an eight-year-old man for a second there, <laughs> oh, and then he jumps back into it. Like Sam Beckett from... Sam Beckett? Anyway. Sh- shall we... <laughs> Do you want more Carry trivia? On. Yeah, more beer trivia. Yeah, we've only had two bits. We got um, stuck on Harry for a bit. The average number of hairs in a human beard is 30,000. 30,000? This is just some quick fire stuff. Yeah. The average beard grows five and a half inches per year. Mm. If on average, if you were to never trim your beard, by the time you died, it would be twenty-seven and a half feet long. You'd be aware of that as a coat. Yeah, that's that's yeah. long. Isn't beard it? around yourself. Twen- twenty-seven and a half feet is like. <laughs> well, it's like it's a long. How many times is that? Six, twelve, like. Nearly three and a bit times your body. Imagine seeing an old guy like stumbling down the street dragging a huge. Bit. <laughs> yeah, huge four times as long bit. as him. That'd what would you, you? You wouldn't be able to live a life. You'd be like one of those people who's bedbound because they're so fat. You wouldn't be able to go anywhere because nah, there'd just be hair everywhere you went. Like imagine getting on a bus, but like you, you know, you have to drag your beard along you'd, you'd with you. You'd be pulling it in like a rope. Yeah, you? and other people are in the you'd queue have, trying to get on the bus, and you'd have to apply it. No, like, it'd be no choice. You'd have to have it you, in a pocket. It makes it more manageable. You like. could wear it. Just wrap it round yourself. Yeah. And then put your T-shirt on. Yeah. And your beard... Use just... your beard as insulation. Yeah, if you live in a cold climate, that yeah. might be advisable. If you live in Iceland and you're listening, grow your beard Never out. shave. Never shave, and By the time you're 80, you can have a beard onesie. Yeah, there you go. Imagine beard that. Beard onesie. Yeah. Uh, I know. Get hit us with another beard trivia. Please do. 
there have been times in history where shaving was considered blasphemy. But there's also been times where shaving has been considered mandatory. The Romans like to keep a clean shaven face. They're notable in history for being for favouring a clean shaven face. face. When it caught on quite quite quickly in Roman society, once it was introduced, Mm -hmm. for the first few hundred years they didn't know about it. But when it was introduced, very quickly everyone was shaven, and it was like a sign of being a a nobleman. Crazy. It's a bit in Leviticus, I think it is the book of the Bible. Yeah. I think it's like just a page or so around where it says you can't be gay, where it says you can't like trim your beard. Pretty stupid rules. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's funny how you know some, a lot of people concentrate on that, but then yeah. they're like clean shaven. And Still, quite a few religions that have that as a as a thing. As an Orthodox Jews don't. Yeah, they don't shave their beards, yeah. and they got the weird ringlets too. What's yeah, up with them? Ringlets. The ancient what was it? Ancient Macedonians? Is that a- Macedonians? Macedonians. Yeah, they used to put ringlets in their beards, ah. and that was a sign of good times. The yeah. sign of good times. Yeah, I think well, like if you saw a guy with a ringlet beard, it's like, oh, this is going to be a good day now. No, no, they just did it because I, I think like for celebrations. Like, yeah, no, but yeah, just to look pretty, like like we do stuff nowadays. It, I mean, I just it. I'm just imagining uh, like you know you with ringlets in your beard now, and it's my it's, beard's nowhere near long enough to. To do, a, to do a ringlet. Yeah, but if it was, then... Ryan's beard. Right. Roy would look good with ringlets. I think Roy's so. Roy's ringlets. Yeah. He'd look like a, a blackbeard or something if his beard was all ringlets. Ryan, if you're listening to this, definitely please put some ringlets in your beard. Definitely do that. Definitely. I'm sure Lucy will love it. Have you got any more beard facts for us? I've got loads of beards facts. Mate. Okay. Oh, nice. This Hit is me. a bit more on the dangerous side of beards. Ooh. There was a man called Hans Steininger. In 1567, he died because he tripped over his own beard. Oh, excellent. Was he um, aiming for the 27-foot-long beard? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he never shaved. Hey, I'm just, you know, it shows <laughs> how necessary shaving is because yeah. there are it's, people out there dying. It's a health and safety hazard at points. Falling over themselves like a fool. <laughs> Imagine that, you get to St. Peter's Hans, Hans has yeah, fallen Hans over has his fallen beard over his and died. Beard. What are we to do? Can you imagine? Imagine just like, because, you know, I mean, that guy died, but uh, uh, how many people do you reckon have tripped he, over their beards? He was running away from a fire. Oh, oh, so the fire didn't get him, and he was like, oh, I'm safe of the fire, yay. The Bam. fire and the yeah. beard teamed up. Brought him down. Yeah. Oh, That's brutal. Shame. I know. Poor guy. Yeah. Uh, going on in the sort of misfortune mm-hmm. zone... Um, <laughs> That's my favourite zone. <laughs> During Henry VIII's reign in 1535, he introduced a beard tax. <sighs> okay. Taxing beards. He always had a beard. And it was it was tiered for like through society, so um, the amount you had to pay depended on your social status. So the more you paid, the the highest. Yeah. So so the idea was, if you had a big bushy beard, you were paying off that beard. I see. You could afford to have it, and it was like yeah, the equivalent of having a Ferrari. Rappers nowadays have huge chains. It was like like people be swanning in with their big beard and be like, this cost me many pounds, motherfucker. Was there like a beard police then, like going up to big bearded men, like, oi, have you got your beard papers? You got your beard license, pay or you're getting shaved, mate. (laughs) (laughs) You've seen that sheep over there? Didn't pay his tax. Well, the the tax was dropped due to unpopularity eventually. Mm. No! Really? I think eventually the people. You mean that didn't catch on? Beard peelies. Um, But then Queen Elizabeth, the first brought it back so I like for my any, dad's policies for any beard with more than two weeks worth of growth ah what an ass why I <laughs> gone out on a party on uh, one what? week and six days walking back home and a bit hung over oh that beard two weeks old well it, it can be taxed but, but beards have also been banned Russian Emperor Peter the Great ordered all of his subjects to remove their facial hair he doesn't and sound he too even great. instructed the police to take matters into their own hands oh. if people refused. So the police, Russian police going around forcibly shaving people, that's how mad the world is sometimes. Oh, Jesus. I was joking about, like, the discrimination against bearded people earlier. I mean, there is a bit, but... Wow, turns out there was, like, proper... Yeah. Historical discrimination. Beard well, squads. Eventually, again... Russian Emperor Peter the Great, he was forced to soften his stance due to mass disagreement from religious leaders who, you know... Ah, of course. Uh, so don't fuck with religion. Because yeah. you would think, like, 
seems like people stand up for beards. Yeah, yeah. Of all the social movements. All through history. That, that have, like, failed to gain traction over the years. But, but people go straight in on beards, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> leave my face alone. Yeah. Really. So he drops it down to a beard tax instead. Yeah. Taking a leaf out of old Henry's book. Yeah. yeah. Always a good book to and, take a leaf and, out and of. To, to finish <laughs> off Trivia Alley. Uh-huh. My favourite alley. Stroke your beards while you listen to this. It's estimated that the average man will shave up to 20,000 times in his life. Oof. Is that like... Oh, that's the average man. That's the average man. But the average man probably I... doesn't have a beard, does he? <laughs> so, obviously, he's going to shave more than I do. If I have a beard. Yeah. That's a bit yeah. of a weird fact. I think that's when you just average it out. But it does... It, no matter how accurate that is, it does show that's a lot of Yeah, that's a lot of That people are shaving. People who are clean-faced... Think, if you think about how much you shave, like yeah. speaking of shave, there's a uh, the Gillette uh, factory in Reading, I think it is. They watch over sixty guys shave every day, just for fun in their Reading R and D centre to see just to see what it's like. You know, different r- blades, a new ten blade oh, no. gimbal wheeled. I've just realised I misread my trivia fact. Oh, Which oh, trivia? Thousand hours. It's twenty thousand times. Oh right, okay. Hours before. No, I thought you said times. Am I just getting this mixed up? Yeah, I think, yeah. My bad. That is fine. That'd be awful. 20,000 hours. God damn. <laughs> yeah, in my head I thought I said hours, and then I was like, imagine how long that I'm pretty be. sure you said time. Yeah, cool. So we can imagine always find out later. 20,000 hours shaving. Imagine if it's like an hour every time you need to shave. If it was every hair was really tough. Yeah. And you had to really, like, hack away at it. Oh, imagine having, like, not shave, but tweeze your beard oh. Ooh. one hair at a time no thank you waxing your beard no mate no would you wax your beard for charity no, Jeff? what charity um scope how much <laughs> <laughs> why are you uh-huh. laughing at scope <laughs> I'll donate <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> so I'll donate five hundred pounds. Yeah, if you shave your beard. If you if you wax your beard. I think you know. I think I don't, I don't know. Wouldn't that be really Waxing bad for your, beard your face? Would be pretty brutal, it, it might be. It? it might be. We'll no, get a dermatologist do along. It's not worth might just sorry, might just rip the lower half of my face off. All the follicles. Come yeah. Out. So just have a skeletal jaw. Well, if you want to yeah. chip in uh, to raise some money for yeah. Scope and get <laughs> Joey to wax his beard, <laughs> email us at rainbowradiopod at gmail.com. Yeah. I think that's all, all we've got time for on bids, unless you've got one last we can, talk point. No, no, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. I think we did a little di- nice little dive on beards there. Yeah. yeah. Beard dive. <laughs> I would just like to... Whoever's listening, I'd like to encourage you to think about beards. Think about beards you like and beards you don't like and why that is late at night when you're alone really sort of have a good hard look in the mirror (laughs) and examine your sort of prior held attitudes towards beards because clearly there's a lot more than meets the eye Mm. strong words to live by right we'll be uh, we'll be back after these quick messages I'm not with a tired mind what language was that? That uh, what was that? That was Dutch. Oh, good old from, uh, from the grunting. I do love a Dutch radio. Mm. Uh, <laughs> subject what, will be up next. Much like a Dutch shower. <laughs> much like a Dutch shower. Wait, I've heard that. I've heard Hugh Lampkin enjoys a Dutch shower. It's just ask, a Dutch ask shower. Ask Hugh. Okay, I'll, I'll ask him about oh, it. The, the dye is gone. The Rock, paper, scissors, joke. No, it isn't. It's there. He oh. dropped the dye, it but I found it. Me. Right, it's one, so it's you, Stephen. It is me. There you go. Elder Stevenson. Let me pop my jingle on Th- for my subject that Matthew sent me. Yes, it's uh, The State of Drugs in Britain is, uh, <laughs> is my subject. And that song perfectly fits, I think. Excellent. Um, so the, the, I, I suppose the, the Chamber of the Elders, really. We want to keep an, an, an eye on, uh, on drugs laws and just make sure that... Uh, no one we know is uh, is coming a cropper with them. We work with our lawyer department, Zane Zaman, just to check everything we do is on the all clear. Alcohol still legal. We checked. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, don't, don't worry about that. that. Don't worry you... about that, Rain. But that's the main concern. We're just keeping an eye on whether that stays. If you want to crack a brewski tonight, 
Go you ahead, can, go ahead. Or even a couple brewskis. Mm-hmm. Mm. But I can I can take you through the uh, the history of the drugs policy in uh, in the UK. Please do. So until 1916, there was basically no policy on controlled substances. So free for all, do whatever you want. But uh, while the men were at war in the in the front, they uh, got you could send a care package that contained cocaine and heroin to your your Tommy on the front line. Uh, and a lot of the soldiers became addicted. So uh, between no 1916 and 1928, um, there was what was known as the British system, which now is the system they use in Portugal, where it's basically three strikes and then you get sent to rehab on a, on a layman's so term. So that was the it's original drug com- law. No, that was the original drug law in Britain, and it was controlled by the Departmental Committee on Morphine and Heroin Addiction. Wow. So it was mainly focused on really hard stuff. The opioids. Yeah, um, but uh, then between 1929-23, illicit substances started to get controlled, uh, and then in the 60s there was a, a fresh wave of uh, drug laws to cover narcotics and uh, and cannabis, and uh, and then in the 70s there was is, the misuse is, of drugs. Is that act. to meet rising use and demand? It, it, it was the yeah in the in the, yeah. in the, in the, in the 50s and 60s it. with it being more freely available, as far as I'm aware, and uh, a lot of Western Caribbeans coming over, and it's in culture over there for certain parts of the of the Caribbean. All the ganja and acid. Mm. Acid? I don't think that's well said. Acid was made in uh, California yeah, by hippies. Oh no, I wasn't saying that they came from the same place. No. Oh, no, no. Right, that era. And in 1971, uh, the Misuse of Drugs Act was passed, which is where we get our category A, B and C from. What year was that, sorry? Uh, 1971. Okay. And uh, then in 1991, the new phase of legislation which uh, was uh, prohibition orders and started with you know, incarcerating people. But uh, So I've got a quick quiz for you two. Yay! Quiz time. Nice. So uh, I'm going to go through the... Uh, are, we, are we going head-to-head or are we working together? Hang uh, on, does the quiz not have a jingle? I'd like to uh, the quiz does not have a jingle. Wait, give it a jingle. quickly uh, make one up. Da, 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 da. It's quiz time. Quiz time. Get your thinking hats on. That was great. Okay, so we're going to go through the uh, the class A, B, and C, and I'd like you to tell me if you are caught with these substances, what is the maximum jail term okay. you can serve? We'll start at uh, class C. Class C, lowest category. What would that be? What is a class C now? Because class ca- C because weed is, is B, uh, isn't it? Yes. Magic mushrooms, I believe, is a class C yeah. now. I might be speaking out of I, turn there. I, I think we're working together in this. Okay, so get my notes. Wait, are we working together? I'd prefer that. Yeah, you would. I mean, <laughs> pool our knowledge. Is that not what we elders do? Yes. Uh, okay, fair enough. Let's pool it. Okay, so Class C is uh, things like uh, GHB, cat, and cat. Uh, benzos, I think. Cat with a KH. Yep. Ah. Minor tranquilizers, <laughs> antibiotic cats, steroids. Like. <laughs> 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 I've been smoking cats again. I mean, that would t- that would be a jail term if you smoked yeah. a cat, surely. Then, like, Very. anabolic steroids there, class C. Okay, right. so what's the maximum... What's the maximum jail term? But, my, my, my brain is saying ten years. So. Wait, 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 what, what, what is this for? Possession or intent this to supply? Possession. This is just possession. possession. Ten years, you're saying? I don't I'm know. saying five. You're right. saying five... Two years okay, for a class C. Two, two oh, it's not quite as Orwellian as, as, as I thought. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go I mean, it shouldn't be anything. But class B, so. which is uh, stuff like codeine, ketamine, uh, synthetic cannabinoids, uh, cannabis, methadrone. Seven years. Seven years, you're saying. Ten years again. You're going to five years. Oh, and finally, class A, which is a cocaine, crack, ecstasy, heroin, LSD, all the fun ones. <laughs> <laughs> Should I just say ten years again? You in ten years again? See, like I, mm, I just want to be different. You had two and five so far. Like seven. Seven, yeah. Seven. But it is seven years. Hey, but came together at the last moment. Nice That's possible moment. Uh, and so, uh, but in my research, I found out something which I thought was quite controversial. So, certain drugs you can get uh, a prescription for from your doctor, even though they are illegal. Yes. Uh, okay. Those drugs uh, are class A's. You cannot get a prescription for a class B or a class C, but you can get a prescription for heroin. I assume to take heroin de- uh, heroin addicts off it if the morphine doesn't work. Yeah. But uh, I just found that quite interesting that you can get a prescription for the most highly controlled substance in the country. But cannot for well, that, something like that, cannabis, which has been proven to actually do that, medical that, good beyond like, therapy. That reminds me of um, how 
the UK is actually one of the world's biggest growers of cannabis for research. Yeah, for research and for for, for medicines. And it's uh, I think she w- the I don't I might might speak out of turn, but I think the MP whose husband it is that owns that farm is part of the drugs committee and he's trying to push for further drugs laws. Who? Which MP is that? I cannot. I don't. Name and don't shame. To, I don't want name to say and shame. I don't remember what I was. Let's, let's not get too political now. It was Boris. <laughs> we we all know. We all know. Goddamn Boris again. <laughs> so Boris, if you're Boris's husband has a weed farm. <laughs> yeah. If you're listening, Boris. Uh, and sort uh, it out. I was reading the 2017 drugs report. In my research, Ooh, that, and yeah. uh, brilliant. Do you want to who, go who published that? Who, who published uh, I believe it's YouGov. You yeah. Uh, and uh, do you want to guess the top five seized drugs? The top five seized drugs. Really, I need that. I need that countdown music. I coming in at five. Do you want to guess? We're gonna go five. Ketamine. Oh, so close. Down. Amphetamine. Oh. Ah, Amphetamine. It, I knew it wasn't a min. Yeah. And uh, in a number four. <laughs> um, number four. Ecstasy. It's heroin. Oh, heroin. Okay. Let's go through the rest. Number three, cocaine. Uh, number two, cannabis resin. Oh, number what? One, herbal cannabis. Oh, God, really? is it? Cannabis takes the top two spots. Top two spots for the resin. most seized drugs. It's, okay. it's ridiculous enough that it takes the top spot for the top yep. two spots that's yeah, god that's seizing lots of and cannabis I mean and weed in, 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 uh, from the 80s when it was introduced into the class A, B and C method weed was a class B and then it got dropped to a class C mm. and then brought back up to a class B in 2009 I remember that I remember how confused and just Perplexed everyone was by it. It's like, yeah, why are you doing this? With the way the world's going, going especially with the with the states in America all legalizing, it's, it seems like the issue should come back up. And the fact that Portugal has worked so well with what is known as the British system, why not? Yeah, exactly. Take control of that. Bloody Europe stealing our ideas. Yeah, and making oh, yeah. them work for their citizens. Uh-huh. Improving quality of life and health targets yeah it'll never end but what what I was interested Matt why why did you set me the subject is there was there something you wanted me to look for or were you just um why did I ask you to look into the state of drugs in Britain yeah at the moment just curious I, I was honestly curious because um it's such a big part of people's lives yeah, it is a big part of some people's uh, lives. Yeah, if if that makes sense. No, no, I, 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 it does make sense. And um, I, I consider, I was considering as well, alcohol. And, yeah. And prescription medication. It, it's a wise thing, isn't it? That's it. The prescription medication, especially when um, when people just think I'm being given it by a doctor, it's good for me, so it's fine. No, no bad side effects from that. And now, yeah. Uh, yeah. And now they and can't stop shaking. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And coffee, one of the biggest addictive substances in the world, the most widely used drug ever. It's caffeine. Pro- it's probably caffeine. the tastiest drug. Yeah, I would say. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've not. I'd rather. I haven't, I haven't tasted or heroin many drugs. I'd rather have a cu- cup of coffee in a the morning than a cup of cocaine. Hot cup of yeah, hot cup of ketamine. That's not a good way Get to you start going. Me. Get you going to start That's your day. Morning of ketamine and contemplation. <laughs> <laughs> but but at the same time, loads of people have so many good times with drugs. Yeah, it is. It's not a black and white thing. No, it is definitely not but, a black and white thing. And uh, and I think really it just needs to be a more open subject. Yeah. I think, especially yeah. in Britain, people it's one of those taboo subjects that people just flat out almost refuse to talk about. Yeah. That that's the eldest stance on mm. this, isn't it? Remember it's David open, Nutt. Honesty and openness. Yeah, David Nutt. David Nutt tried a bit of honesty and openness. Cost him his job. Busted. P- poor guy. Yeah. And now he's just yeah. He's Riding horses and taking ecstasy all over town now. <laughs> <laughs> Busting nuts. Busting nuts all over <laughs> Cambridge. Uh, <laughs> so, any last points on uh, the state of drugs in Britain? Yeah, you said about. Um, them coming over with uh, so wait so in the eighties before uh-huh. they when did they introduce like the class A B and uh, C thing nineteen seventy 
one. So like it was in the eighties when. So during the sixties, during the hippie times, and these yeah. people were taking like you know crazy drugs and stuff. That was all like legal in Britain. It was, um, from what I can tell from my research, it's sort of like no. And if you obviously got caught with it, it would be taken off you. But the prevalence of it was so little that people didn't really know what drugs were. If you, that makes sense. I know what you mean. It's it like was in, a new thing. So yeah, if you okay. you know if you found you know a tab of LSD on your son or on a young lad, you would have no idea what that was. You're like, what's this weird stamp? Yeah. Or if you found, I suppose that's true. Yeah, right? and like weed, obviously, because of the, the the smell. You know, that's a bit of a giveaway. And what, so, what wasn't wasn't um, cannabis a lot less potent? Yeah, like it was a lot less, but, but obviously you still get that. Still, get so the people smell, weren't getting as. No, no, there well, wasn't like skunk like like it is nowadays on the streets. Yeah. Any other thoughts? Hmm. I think for episode two we should all take heroin and yeah, and, and we'll see, do, and then we'll see how that goes. Oh. Or, or, or like one of that's, us could take heroin. That's one a of us could take. To you now, listeners. Next yeah. episode, we'll we will all be on heroin. Yeah. That can only you go can well. Anyway, uh, we'll be back right after this. <laughs> Hello, Oh, God. <laughs> that was good. I, I like that. Know. Are you okay? Smooth radio. That's <laughs> how you transition. That's how you transition. Yeah, boy, yes. well, welcome back <laughs> to the Chamber of the Elders. The so, chamber. scintillating debate all night long. All here. night long. So, we're gonna be... wait. No, I, I can't stay all night. And the knowledge storm <laughs> still rages. We have one last subject left, set by me for Joseph Barr. Uh, and we've got your music not my name. right here. It's your music. It works for both. It is both Yorkshire and <laughs> State of Drugs. No, actually, I have this for you, Joey. Yorkshire. God's own county. Ooh, That's right. You can just let that roll underneath. That's absolutely. That's absolutely grand. Uh, what are we talking about now? We're talking about Yorkshire. Oh, oh. Mm-hmm. What a beautiful. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm not going to do that the whole way through. But um, yeah, Yorkshire. We're all Yorkshire born and bred. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. So I, I, I like. I like this. Um, I like this topic. I like how you gave me this topic. I found out lots of things about Yorkshire that I didn't know that Lay I'm going to share with you Lay guys. Lay it on. Lay it on us. Look, Yorkshire. it's one of the green. It's the greenest place in Britain, as in like environmentally. It's literally the greatest place. Yeah, because like you know all the big open spaces and all yeah. all the cities are like quite green as well. Apparently, allegedly, it's like yeah, we're pretty green, and of course we're all good at sport. Well, we're not all good at sport, but there's a rich. Sporting tradition. What was that? Glitch in the Nim- matrix. Nimrod just glitched. Yeah, but yeah, we we came what eighth in the medal table at the 2012 Olympics. Before. Not quite. Was it not? We came. Oh, I've not written it down. It was my understanding we would have ranked. Oh, yeah, we somewhere. would have definitely ranked. We, we would have we would have ranked above Canada, New Zealand, South Africa. Yeah. Oh. We got 14 medals, five of them gold. That's just people from Yorkshire. Yeah. That, that is pride, I am. Jess Ennis, the Brownlee brothers, all sorts. We, we also, we invent, uh, we, uh, it's officially regular, uh, recognised as the birthplace of club football. Yes, Sheffield. Sheffield FC. Really? Oldest, oldest club in the world. 1857, really? yeah. I didn't know that. Na- they're now in the Northern Premier League Division 1 South. Yes. Why is it when the leagues get so much further down, the names get so much longer? I mean, I guess because there's like hundreds of them. More local, yeah. And that, I think they're in like the 13th tier. So they need 13 promotions to get to the Premier League. They can do I'm it. I'm sorry, there's 13 tiers. There's like 32 tiers of football. What? Yeah. I thought there was like five. That's in the football league. That's like professional players. But if you could start an amateur team t- in League 32 and build your way up over like 30 years. Okay. Well, that's a project for episode. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do that at some point. Also, of course, um, rugby league. Mm-hmm. Also invented in Yorkshire, in Huddersfield, eighteen ninety-five. There you go. We're all about the sport. The family, really. family connection there with Matt as well. Oh yes, of course. Matthew's dad is a rugby legend. Yes, Bob Haig. There's only one. Represent. Represent. He held a world 
record. A world record. What was it? Most tries by a forward or something? Yeah, most tries scored by a forward in one season, I think. And then it got busted in the 90s, but fair play. But he held fair it play for a dad for a Yeah. To be fair, that guy was probably on steroids who busted it. <laughs> you heard it here first. The, the rainbow line. We'll, we'll, have my dad to stay. On, we'll have my dad on next episode yeah. to, um, to hash this out. Yeah, Right, moving on from sport anyway. Um, Yorkshire. Yorkshire, as a whole, is the biggest historical county in the UK. Now, I know why that is, because uh, in the historical county, Middlesbrough's counted yeah. as part of that. It's really? huge. Yeah. It's and big. It, uh-huh. But if you're just talking about proper, you know, county counties, recognised counties, North Yorkshire is the biggest county, so we got both. We got both titles. No one else can touch us. We're big, basically. Untouchable. Untouchable. You can't... I mean, what are you going to do? Invade, like, someone else? You can't invade a county and, like, make... We're the biggest now and forever. That's how it's going to stay. Yeah. That's it. Deal with it. Definitely. August 1st, Yorkshire Day. Yes. My favourite day. Wonderful. Wonderful. Have yourself a Yorkshire pudding. Mm -hmm. Drink a pint of bitter. Mm -hmm. Wear a flat cap. Mm-hmm. Get a e whip it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> e bag I'll be up on Ilkley Moor without <laughs> us. Anyway, I, right, I, I looked up some of the history of uh, Yorkshire. Uh-huh. I shan't be too extensive, obviously. Because uh, what a storied history. Oh, God. I mean, you know, that that just have to be the subject for an entire episode. Because, yeah. But um, anyway, the Celts... The first recorded inhabitants of Yorkshire. Uh And not only that, they controlled... There were two tribes, and one of the tribes controlled most of the north. Ah. Which tribe? I can't remember what they were called. One of them was called, like, the Parisi tribe, I think. And then I've forgotten what the other one was, and I think it was the other one who... Okay, what what year was this? What year era was this? BC. Like BCs, yeah. like B- in the BCs, BC. yeah. BC Celts controlled Yorkshire. Uh-huh. I don't have the, pro- I don't have all the numbers. This, I ain't know his story. Ain't a history exam. Exactly. So. However, seventy-one AD. Uh-huh. That's when the Romans uh, conquered Yorkshire. Okay. And um, imagine it, Boudicca imagine around seventy-one AD. Mm-hmm. So it was the Roman Empire. Yeah, it sure was Roman Empire. Yeah. Uh, they named uh, York at that time was called. Eboricum. Eboricum. Did, Eboric, uh, Eboricum. Yeah. Didn't didn't they name Leeds like Leodis? Leodis, or yeah. Yeah, I think and that's that, true. That's why we the, it's called Leeds. But uh, it was like a Roman strategy to have Chester and York as two points in the east and the west of the country. So that when they wanted to push up they just pushed straight up from York and Chester. There you go. So, yeah. See that worked out well for them, didn't it? <laughs> Until <laughs> so they got to that big wall that Wrecked. was there. <laughs> the, um yeah, also Boracum, mm-hmm. modern day York, that was the joint capital of Roman Britain. Yes, it was. Yeah, really. And yeah, I, I suppose. Well, yeah, because times. well, London back then was a probably tiny been, village. Like a, yeah, on the Thames. Just, yeah, yeah. Also, just Yorkshire's great. Yorkshire's better than. Then, anyway, Vikings from Denmark. Vikings. Oh. Danish Vikings. Suddenly, there were Vikings. And they were known as the Great Heathen Army, apparently, to the uh, to the locals. Great Heathen Army. The Great oh, Heathen okay. Army, because I think by this point, like you know, through the Romans, Christianity had come around and stuff. So yeah. like, they were savages from the north. Yeah, Im- imagine a bunch mm. of Vikings coming over the hill. <laughs> What's that coming over the hill? Oh, Is it a Viking? A Danish oh, Viking. It's a Viking. Terrifying. Then the Normans. I, I read about. Then um, the Normans. First yeah. the Romans, then the Vikings, the then the Normans. Normans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, Yorkshire um, welcomes all. I think after the Vikings, actually, for a little bit, there was a Celtic resurgence. The Celts came back. Okay. And like, but then, uh, yeah, Normans. <laughs> and the harrying of the Norse. Well, yeah, yeah, because um, the uh, what was it? The Battle of Stamford Bridge. Maybe? Oh, Stamford Bridge against the Vikings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like they had to rush back up north because like some other Viking was trying to invade or something. Or, or like the king's brother from Denmark was trying to invade. I can't remember. Harold's brother was trying to invade. Uh, yeah, so the, the ha- north. Harold's yeah. brother. Ha- Harold. Yeah, Harold. King Harold. He's a total dick. The Viking yeah, King Harold was trying to invade from the north, uh, which which the way the wind was coming meant that not uh, William couldn't invade from the south. But then the wind changed, so it allowed the Vikings to flee when they'd been beaten at Stamford Bridge, but then allowed the French to come over the channel. 
the God's favourite Vikings that day. Yeah, I've not got it written down in my notes, so I won't try to elaborate on that because I'll just say something completely incorrect. Yes, I'd like a rum. <laughs> there we go. Stop miming okay, around yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> I did pour it quite close to the mic. Probably heard. Oh yeah, pour it close to the. Steve, stop pissing. <laughs> that is fuel for the elders. Oh yeah. Anyway, after the, after the council the... chambers place host only the finest official beverage. Beverages. Of course. Anyway, after the Normans, of course, you know, bloody um, Ward Roses, all that, yada, yada, yada. Battle of Towson. I know all that, more. Yeah, we all know that. I was just looking into, like, the old history and stuff. I, I got some I got some other stuff to do, some nice Yorkshire facts. You know, you know how it is. Yes. Lay them on me, brother. I'm right. 8% of what comes from Yorkshire? 8% of, uh, of good cheer to all men. Uh, 8% of... Ah oh, shit! Or, uh, 8% of flat cap sales. Ooh, no, probably more than that, man. Ice cream. UK GDP. Oh, really? UK GDP, 8%. 8%. 8%. Oh, we are punching above our... Leeds no. is the biggest financial district out of London. Mm. Okay. Is this is this enough? 8%. Like, is that so, going to be enough to secede? Could we secede? Yeah, I think I think we could, could see it secede. Should on we secede? Would we succeed? In, I think we I would succeed. succeed. That's a big question. I think everyone in Yorkshire would be re up for it. Who knows if it'd work? But you know, yeah. do you know what I mean. Oh, eight, I think we could. Eight percent of GDP. Britain does have a very like. Compared Good. to the rest yeah. of the world, Britain has an extremely high GDP, yeah. uh, and the fact that Yorkshire brings eight percent of it—that's a huge amount. And plus, and, and all the medals, the Olympic medals—we yeah. yeah. don't get and, and we don't get but enough bloody credit. Th- that's actually legit. The, what are the fucking counting pulls in those fucking numbers across yeah. the board? London's We're breaking our backs here. Outside of London and shit. I mean, who, I'm not. Who <laughs> have the clear advantage? York, Manchester York's won't be. Yeah, Birmingham exactly. won't be. And as your city's not even a whole county. Exactly, it pen the paper. But it, also, if we seceded, that could probably go up to ten percent of GDP. I was just going to say, if we because when it's all of our own money, started mm. jiggling the balls mm-hmm. just right, it'd be perfect, wouldn't it? But I think we could make a, make a good claim for well, it. Well, on that note, because obviously there's been lots of people throughout um, modern history who uh, see Yorkshire as having enough of its own cultural identity as much as Scotland or Wales do and yeah. that why don't why isn't there a Yorkshire parliament yeah exactly the, the current exponents of this particular notion are the Yorkshire party ah the Yorkshire party the Yorkshire yeah very inventive name they their plan listen to this they, they uh, their plan is for there to be a Yorkshire parliament by 2050 so they're, 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 you know, they're, we, we, we could make it our lives, <laughs> our lives work to get a Yorkshire Parliament. I think it's too by 2050. You can sort anything out, couldn't you? Just start planting the seeds uh, now. 32 years. Good God. I mean, it's not really lofty, sort of. Are, are, you, are you recommending that the elders get involved with? Yeah, should no, we I, with I, our I, put our weight behind? I honestly, yeah. I don't really care either way, but I just think that the we, Yorkshire party needs to be a bit more ambitious. No one's going to vote for that. It'd be like, oh yeah, we're, we're going to, you know, make the minimum wage ten pounds an hour for thirty years. Like, who the fuck's going <laughs> to vote? Like, <laughs> yeah, twenty fifty. I, I assume they justify that, but maybe they don't. Well, that's one of the one of the things that got Yorkshire accepted into Kafifa, which is a rival to FIFA for stateless people. Kafifa. Kafifa. Oh, amazing! It's the Confe- okay. Confederation of Football. But oh. uh, basically, it allows Yorkshire to have a national football team because, in their eyes, we have a, enough of a unique cultural identity from the rest of England. We do. I, I'd and, say. Uh, well, how about that? That's not. That's not to diminish from any yeah. other area. Of and so we played like uh, the Isle of Man, and uh, drew one all. Great. And then we smashed... Uh, who was it? We, we smashed some small uh, Eastern European states 6-0. Smashed. You might have been like South Ossetia. Smashed them 6-0 at home. Good for nothings. Yeah. Hey, they might be good for some things. I'm sure they are. I take that. Not football. <laughs> Clearly not. You got any more Yorkshire facts for us, Jeff? I do, I do. I was going to I was gonna say about, you know, Yorkshire's um, rich uh, literary history, of oh, course. Oh, yes. yes. of course. Of course. The Brontes, you know, yes. uh, sort of. In fact, like in, my, in one of my modules um, recently, the other week, I had to study two books in one week, both of which were written by Yorkshiremen set in Yorkshire. 
Excellent. And it was great. And they both had two films on it as well. Billy, Who were they? And what Billy Liar by um, Keith Waterhouse uh-huh. and Room at the Top by um, John Brain. Ooh. That's Brain with an E. Brain with an E. Brain E. And, uh, and also, uh, one for all you vampire lovers out there. Dracula, part of that was written yep. in Whitby, of course, and part of it set, set in Whitby. Whitby yeah. Yep. Uh, so that's nice. I was once on a trip there with some friends, and his mum told us that. Who? Dracula's mum? No, no, the friend I was with told us Dracula was buried in Whitby Cathedral. <laughs> so we spent about an hour and a half trying to find uh, Dracula's <laughs> gravestone. As if you before, were gonna, Oh, here he is. Before she went, it's Oh, Dracula. wait, no. Bram Stoker's who I meant. <laughs> Not Dracula. Not Dracula. Easy to get the two confused. I've just got um, right, I've just got one more one more fact. Can I can I just yeah no no of course Whitby. Mm-hmm. Yes, we've all been to Whitby, right? Yeah, it's a great place. Yeah, it is good, isn't it? It's nice. Excellent seaside destinations. I prefer it to Scarborough. Want. Oh yeah, yeah. Scarborough, I, no, no, Scarborough want, isn't nice. Scarborough, if you want all the cheesy amusement arcades, but if you want like traditional <laughs> fish and chips and the B side and golf side, yeah. mini golf, it's all there. I always think that. Uh, East Yorkshire should get its own university and call it uh, the East Yorkshire University Polytechnic. And then anyone that goes there goes to A up. A up. Hey. Nice. Nice. My point was, I just wanted to throw some love at Whitby because Whitby's quite nice. Oh, yeah, Whitby so. doesn't get nearly enough love. Yeah, it's wonderful. Well, it's great. We should we should go do a podcast in Whitby. Yeah, we could do it at the at By the, the, uh, the B, yeah. at the Bayside. Whitby Fish and Chips. There's a nice bookshop in Whitby that I've always wanted to return to. Yeah, we'll go there and we'll uh, we'll paint the town red. And the thing with is, blood. <laughs> that and Whitby sort of encompasses everything I love about Yorkshire because I don't consider myself as living anywhere near the seaside or anywhere like Whitby, but it's yeah. still part of Yorkshire. But it's part yeah, of that, that yeah. shows how. That's how it. How it Yorkshire's really retained its identity, but it's so big mm-hmm. and buried. And, and I think that's a that shows a lot of, of um, sort this, of spirit of Yorkshire. This is it. When I lived in the south, it was um, if you met a fellow northerner, it was just like, oh, nah, sweet. Oh, what's it like down here? Oh, the price of crisps is oh, what? Uh. But then if you meet someone from Yorkshire, it's like, oh, mate, Yorkshire. Yeah. Oh, whereabouts are you from? Oh, maybe grand's from there. Oh, yes. Yeah, oh, yes. Yeah, no, she. Do, I do know her. Yeah, that's my sister's cousin. Or oh, what? You know, something yeah. like. There's always something uh, to find down with a Yorkshire connection. You'll always be drawn to each other. Yeah, like magnets. No matter where you are in the world, there'll always be a Yorkshire expat. Right round the corner, and it's great. I said I had one more fact. I lied. Oh, well, I didn't lie really. I was mistaken. Okay, lie implies some intention to deceive. To deceive, yeah. But I I wasn't trying to deceive you guys. So, have you not got any, or have you got two? No, I've got two. Oh, okay, good. (laughs) (laughs) I've said all my facts. (laughs) Lay them on us. Okay, so um, yeah, it was about the uh, unofficial anthem that I didn't know about. Mm On Ilklamore Bartat. Let's uh, see if which we can for you non Yorkshire people or people who don't understand that, that means on Ilklamore without my hat. What was the first on Ilklamore? On Ilklamore Bartat. Bartat. Yeah, Bartat. Yeah, the way it's spelt B A H B A H T apostrophe A T. It looks like some kind of ancient like. S- a sacred god or something you might sacrifice someone <laughs> yeah Bartat Bartat so this is from the uh, Welcome to Yorkshire oh we playing it website we can play the, the first 30 seconds so uh, let's have a that's right Jude before we get sued what's this kid it's Jack Kennedy I preferred the version I heard earlier Did you read the lyrics when you were researching? Did I read it? No, I just listened to it. Couldn't understand barely any of it. So if you if you read the lyrics, it's um, about a man who falls in love with a girl called Mary Jane, and uh, and then Mary Jane, uh, then he dies and he's buried on the moor. Oh no! And then the worms will eat up thee. Oh, and no. then the birds will eat up worms. Oh, and ah. then we will eat up birds. Ooh, and then yeah. we will have eaten thee. 
Oh no! And that's that's the that's the, the can, story. The that's cannibalism very... cycle of life. Yeah, that's kind of in a... the Yorkshire national anthem. That's uh, is that the Lion King? Is that like national? Is that considered as the that's anthem? Considered of as the anthem of Yorkshire? Yeah, that's quite pragmatic. Because <laughs> <laughs> they play, they play it before the Yorkshire games. I don't know what they actually play before the Yorkshire games. They totally games. should. They totally should. That's so good. Yeah. Oh, uh, anyway, anyway. Uh, my final fact. I'm ready. I couldn't believe this. I couldn't believe this when when I found this out. Hold yep. on to your flat caps, gentlemen. Go on. Hold on to your whippets. <laughs> right. <laughs> in Yorkshire, there was a drink invented. An invented. Ginger beer. Ginger beer. Ginger beer is from Yorkshire. Ginger beer was invented. Oh shit! Yorkshire. That's another fucking straight the bow, isn't it? Oh yeah. There you go. Can we get that like a UNESCO World Food Heritage thing for ginger beer? So we have ginger beer as well. That's well good. Ah, it's so good. That's a nice bombshell to drop, man. Yeah. Yorkshire. I know off the dome. Yorkshire produces a third of the world's rhubarb. A third. Yeah. There you go. And I fucking love in, rhubarb. In the rhubarb triangle between Leeds, Wakefield and uh, Halifax. <laughs> That's the rhubarb, the rhubarb triangle. You know, as, as many, well... Many planes are lost <laughs> yeah. inside of it. As well as, well as that, Round Trees, Thorntons yeah. and... What was the other one? Another one. They're all based in Yorkshire. So loads of, like, you know, the famous English sweets. They're all Yorkshire made as well. Yorkshire invent- invented in Yorkshire. It's all on brand as well. It's like the whole county's sort of collaborated. What you know what this is? This is the world's oldest ever. The first ever film ever filmed was in Roundy Park in Leeds. No way! I've, I've seen that. And this is this is it. So we have the world. Didn't um, you're welcome. The guy world. who wrote Thriller was from Yorkshire. The what Michael Jackson? Thriller. Yeah, no. he was from Yorkshire. No, no, no. <laughs> little little Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. You know what? You know the no, you know the Idle Michael Working Jackson. Man's Club. Yeah, the Idle Working Man's Club. Michael Jackson allegedly was an honorary member of the Idle Working Man's Club. <laughs> but but for Thriller, the guy who Michael Jackson worked with on Thriller, he was right. from Yorkshire. As if. I'm sure of it. Very Thriller. nice. I'm t- I, w- I would not be surprised if he was. I did want to leave on a... Uh, like, the ginger beer's a big bombshell, but mm-hmm. I did have a different note to leave on. Go on. Um, God's Own County, or God's Own Country. Yeah. That's that's what Yorkshire's known as. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that mean God's a Yorkshireman? That does mean God's a Yorkshireman. Speaks he... with a uh, Yorkshire accent. Yeah. I can see it. Can't you see it? He's pragmatic in his approach to the earth. All right, mate. He's built it. He's like, well, I've built it. It's broken, so I'm not fixing it. You, you, got, you just let it be. Yeah. All right, mate. How's it going? Yeah. Well, welcome right. to heaven. Oh, what's your name? Moses. Nice to meet you, Phil. <laughs> How's, How's you it from? going? How's it going, man? Yeah, you had yeah. a right time of it down there, didn't you? Don't worry about that now. Well, it's God's own county, so God must be from Yorkshire. Mmm. Mmm. Yeah. Definitely. It makes sense. It only makes sense. It's a ve- it makes as much sense as everything else to do with God, so... Yeah. yeah. Why not? Why not? Why not, indeed? Why not, indeed? We, we command many, many things as elders. We can command religion as well. Right, then. Well, we'll move on, and we'll be back with a general discussion after this. Oh, I didn't... T- I've turned it down. I've fucking done that again. <laughs> yeah. No, you fucked it now. Appropriate. Appropriate. Yeah, no. You except, did fuck it. I did fuck except it. Except your name's not Ryan. Do you want another world radio jingle while we're here? Yeah, put on... Uh, oh, yeah, go, go, put on whatever. Keep you, listening. Put on Europa 2. Oh, it's been a successful first. Been a successful first one. Any any closing notes from any of the? I don't know, well, been to visit anything. Well, we've covered beards. We've covered, we, beards. We've covered drug drugs, state of Britain. States of drugs of Britain. We've covered Yorkshire. I feel like there's I, there could be a big overlap. I know a lot of people who take a lot of drugs and they're from Yorkshire and they have beards. Yeah. Yeah. That is, that is true, actually. This bearded, episode is right up there, Ali. If you're yeah. a bearded Yorkshireman who takes drugs. We've just provided. We just you provided you with some solid. quality content. Yeah, there. Um, Intersection. You just yeah. put this on loop for the rest of your life. Uh, Don't bother listening to anything else. If you want to get in touch with us uh, and suggest maybe future topics, or if you've got anything to say about the uh, subjects that we've talked about today, you can get in touch with us on uh, Rainbow Radio Pod at gmail.com. 
uh, and uh, yeah, you can uh, talk to us there and we'll we'll try and reply and read them all and we'll talk to you uh, next time about it um, if you're still here thank you very much yeah and if you're not still here yeah, thanks then. for sticking through yeah uh, I mean, we're an hour and five, and I'll probably edit it down to a, a cheeky hour. Cheeky hour, that sounds good to me. Uh, cheeky hour. I think I might have misread the the email address, so I believe it's uh, rainbowradiopod at gmail.com. That's rainbowradiopod at gmail.com. Ooh. So get in touch with us there if you have any idea. It will be going up on the website, which um, we'll, uh, we'll release soon on the rainbow, um, and you should be able to receive this in iTunes and all your podcast apps. Any last comments gentlemen anything to say i'm ready for more as am i i'm ready for more i'm ready i'm ready for more the so much more have spoken mm-hmm. we speak loud we speak proud and we're gonna go off now and uh sort of review this see what we can tighten up on what we can do better on, or if it was just knocked it out of the park straight away but it's now time to close the door of uh, the chamber and lock you out and uh, we'll hope that you join us next time Farewell.